Lakers are making moves in free agency. Uh, no big, huge name signings quite yet, uh, but they have gone out and gotten some role players and veterans to come in, fill needs they've got. So they signed center Damian Jones to a two-year contract. Uh, they signed uh, Lonnie Walker to a one-year $6.5 million deal. Um, we just talked about Lonnie Walker with the Spurs getting uh, his qualifying offer taken away so he could become an unrestricted free agent, and he did that, signed with the Lakers. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. Uh, agreed to a veter- veteran minimum deal with the Lakers. Uh, and also Juan Descano Anderson, 2021-2022 uh, NBA champion, uh, has now signed with the Lakers. So what do you make of all four of these signings? Uh, how significant is each one? And what do they do to help the Lakers organization? I like the Damian Jones signing. I think he's he hasn't got a lot of significant playing time since he was on the Warriors. Um, but I think he provides a, a lob threat and a, a somewhat reliable interior defender. Now he's not he's not great, but he's about he's an average NBA center. And you know, playing with someone like LeBron on your team, you know, that's what you need. You need shooters and lob threats. And um, you know, D- Damian Jones is a definite lob threat. But as far as all these signings, I, I don't I don't mind the JTA signing at all. <clears throat> I mean, he's not like a significant presence, you know, but he's going to go get some tick and he's a hustle guy, effort guy, and he can shoot, you know. Um, but I love the Lonnie Walker signing. That dude is – I don't – he might start. Yeah, he might start. Yeah, yeah. I, he he might he might start um, depending got, on how you didn't re-sign uh, Malik Monk, so you've got that right. spot open. Yeah, Lonnie Walker is a very good scorer. He can shoot the ball pretty efficiently. He's a, and he's a good scorer, you know. Um, and he, they got him for cheap, so you know I don't hate it. I think after last all season when they decided to get everyone over thirty in the NBA, um, so far they're trending to a, a pretty younger age and i think that's that's probably good considering how their season went last year yes so With i think they're already being injured and tired and broken exactly and like i mean we'll just have to see how the off season goes you know for everyone and you know ad hasn't shot a basketball since april 5th so we'll see how he decides to to bounce back and not be injured which probably won't happen but you know you got obviously lebron is going to help out with a lot of people's development on that team. So I think I think Lonnie Walker will benefit playing alongside him and just, you know, being on a contending team would help him too. Yes. So um, what we've heard out of Bleacher Report, uh, which, you know, who knows how accurate it's going to be because Bleacher Report kind of posts some interesting things sometimes, as you know. But uh, out of their media sources – they're saying that Kyrie Irving is basically forcing himself into a Lakers trade. Um, and Oh, I got that from Shams, too. Okay, well, that's good then. And then also, um, you know, as you had told me previously, that they're also looking at um, KD and Kyrie wanting to go to the same place. 
and that executives from around the league say that the Lakers may have a package for the Nets if they want to get both of them. What does that package look like to you, and how do you think they would get that done as a hypothetical? AD and Russ are out of there, 100%. I agree. I, I mean, I, I honestly that, – that right there is probably enough to get the deal done considering – Russ is $47 million in a year this year alone with picking up that option. And then AD, I think, is on a max contract still probably. So, you know, they'll probably they'll probably offer those two, which is perfectly fine because I would rather pay I, – I would rather pay I – I do not want to pay Russ $47 million if I can get Kyrie for $17 million less than that. I mean, I'm just being honest. <laughs> like, I, I, I'd rather have Kyrie at 30-something than – Russ at almost 50 mil a year so there's that and then AD who hasn't played a full season in the few since the bubble since they won the ship and you're getting KD to, and you got all three of them to pair with LeBron who's the who's the ultimate facilitator like let's be real KD is gonna hoop Kyrie and LeBron has already proven they can win a ship together like if that happens that's just yeah that's just ridiculous yeah I I think that they'd have to offer a little bit more than KD and Russ. Or not KD well, Russ, AD and well, Russ. Well, yeah, but that I, I just mean that is what the package is going to have to include. Yes. Like, you're not going to sit here and get away with trading Dwight Howard and, and Austin Reeves. <laughs> like, you I, know. I think some younger guys like that would be included. Maybe maybe a Definitely some picks. You'd have to unload a lot of picks. Yeah, a lot of picks. Well, I which is not a, about a lot of picks because – AD, although he's been injured when he's healthy, is has been proven to be a, a top three big man in the league. Oh, well, yeah, that's obvious. Oh. But I, I would be interested in seeing how Russ, AD, and Ben Simmons would melt, mesh together in Brooklyn, considering Ben Simmons and Westbrook are probably the two worst shooting point guards in the game. Yeah, so that's an interesting deal. Um I don't think it'll happen, but it was just an interesting hypothetical. Post. I don't think it will happen, but it would. I would not be surprised. Yes, I wouldn't. Neither would I. Uh, I mean, our, obviously, when it when it happens, I'd be like in shock, but I'd be like, well, figures this would happen, you know. Yeah. All right. So that does it for the recap of the Lakers' recent signings, and we'll be uh, back here soon with some more.